All right, fellas. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the pod. Still facing the technical difficulties, so no great music for you. We just have not quite a layman, not quite an expert, but Tom. So, hey, thanks for putting with me, but I saw on the thread that you guys want a pod, so here we go. Due to the recording apparatus, I got to do this all in one take and can't really stop it. So, if I fuck up, I fuck up. Sorry. Wanted to start with a little where we at and how we looking. So, I'm just going to go through the different teams here and uh, say how many guys they have in each category. And for the first time I ever, I had to add the 70s. Okay, I had to add the column for the 70s. Um, so just to let you know how I'm doing it this week, <clears throat> I'm doing where we at, how we looking, based upon the last uh, 30 days. So it's based upon that as of today. And when we look here, it was uh, some surprising stuff. So first I'll go through it, and then I'm going to talk about it a little bit. So starting out with Dewey. Dewey has six guys in the 30s, two in the 40s. One in the 50s. Tom, four guys in the 30s, three in the 40s, one in the 50s. Andy, five guys in the 30s, two guys in the 40s, two guys in the 50s. Christian, for the first time ever breaking that 70s column, six in the 30s, one in the 40s, two in the 50s, and one, Jokic, in the 70s. Witty, Four in the 30s, two in the 40s, one in the 50s. Shoots, sorry about One in the 30s, three in the 40s, one in the 60s. JB, four in the 30s, three in the 40s, two in the 50s, one in the 60s. Well done, sir. Burden, four in the 30s, one in the 40s, two in the 50s. Stacks, four in the 30s, two in the 40s, one in the 60s. Uh, Adam, four in the 30s, none in the 40s, but four in the 50s, which was very surprising. Well done, sir, and one in the 60s. Chuck, breaking that 70 again, (coughs) excuse me, with four in the 30s, three in the 40s, uh, and one in the 70s with Mr. Doncic. And then Sean, four in the 30s, two in the 40s, two in the 50s. So <clears throat> it was pretty interesting to do that and look at the different teams. Um, the first thing that surprised me was just uh, when I clicked on Christian, seeing that I had to add the 70s column and that for the last 30 days, the Joker has been averaging in the 70s. Um, we haven't had that at all. I think the highest it's ever been <clears throat> was a couple guys. I think LeBron has been in the 60s and Giannis has been in the 60s. Luca or Harden, may, I think Harden was in the 60s and maybe Westbrook was in the 60s, but we've never had a 70s. Um <clears throat> I was surprised that Shoots only has five guys there when everyone else has like 10. So sorry, bud, but uh, 
I'm definitely not punching down, seeing I'm below you on the standings. Um, and then the other thing that really stuck out was the fact that Adam has five guys in the 50s. Um, I was not aware of that. And then I took a look at his team a little bit more and was surprised to just, like, I guess I hadn't looked at the numbers like this yet. But Adam, I did not realize that Saboner is averaging in the 60s. Um, you know, I've watched the Kings a little bit. Obviously, I have Fox, so I've paid attention to that a little. But the fact that he's averaging in the 60s was quite a surprise to me. I would have guessed he was at like 48. So, well done. And then I was looking at uh, LaMelo Ball. I watched the Lakers Hornets the other night, and I didn't realize how goofy LaMelo's shot is. Um, But also, I was like, at first I was thinking, wow, well done, um... Adam for getting LaMelo on your team for burden. And then I was like, man, that's kind of a fleecing. But this is like glass house. I know I fucked up my team. I sucked this year. I'm not trying to pretend anything. However, I did do a slight bit of a deep dive into that trade. And what it was, was LaMelo for Giddy and Fox. So Adam gave up Giddy and Fox to get LaMelo. And now there's 50 guy. And gave those two dudes to Burden. Well, Burden, well done, you turned Giddy into Beal and Fox into Harden. So, essentially, tr- like trading LaMelo got you Beal and Harden. Well done. Then I took a look at like the points for a little bit and points against. Um, I, I think, don't fact check this, but I'm pretty sure that your favorite pod host is just absolutely leading in the points against category. I, I think I have everyone beat by thousands. Um, and JB is leading the points for category and he has 2,700, 2,775 more points than the last place one, which is pretty crazy. Uh, when we look at the playoff picture, the playoffs here with a couple weeks left in the season, and I believe one week from today is the trade deadline, um, for our league, but maybe it's not that, but I thought it was like a week from, uh, I guess I could go back and look at that, but it's coming up soon here. So with the trade deadline approaching, the playoff hunt is pretty set. We have... JB and Christian, the mayors of GR, who both moved recently, uh, are are both in. They are in the playoffs, absolutely. And then the combo of Adam and Andy and Burden and Chuck and Stax are all pretty set. I mean, you guys would really have to fuck up your rosters. Uh, You'd really have to just start losing to not be in. But that gives us seven guys that are more or less in here. Unless a miracle happens, you have myself and Shoots who are out this year. Um, and then you have in the hunt, then you have Dewey and Sean and Witty who are basically fighting for these last, this last spot. Uh, looking at it, kind of looking at all their teams a little bit, when you have Witty with four in the 30s, the two in the 40s, and the one in the 50s, Then you have Dewey, six in the 30s, two in the 40s, one in the 50s. And then you have Sean with four 
in the 30s, two in the 40s, and two in the 50s, I think there's some room for some trades. Uh, In the past, we have all offered a lot of two-for-ones, and the league, by and large, hates the two-for-one offer. But I think that there's some room in here for you guys to do a couple three-for-twos. I've gotten several offers from Stacks for three for twos. Um, but I think that they're, they're just missing the mark when that happens. It's like, Hey, here's one guy, you know, who averages 40 and then two guys who are in the low thirties for your two guys in the forties. Like that's not going to work, but there is some room here. I think to upgrade either with an Adam or with a Christian or with, a JB and try and give them like one more power player and get your team set to make this playoff run. Dewey, you have the ammo to do that. Sean, you have the ammo to do that. And Witty, you have the ammo to do that. So good luck. Uh, Excited to see which one of you guys makes it and uh, appreciate you. Uh, This... Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. How often do you itch your pubes and say, hmm, if only these weren't here, I wouldn't have to itch them? Manscaped. Uh, uh, Thanks. What? Really? Oh. Hey, this is the Famishing Gremlin. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, done with that portion. So, the... Next thing that I want to do is I'm going to just address something that I know I say in the league a lot, but you might not fully know the reason for it, okay? My issue with the MVP award is I was an English teacher for a long time, and I spent my time writing. And I think that how the voters view the word valuable is an insult to the English language, If we're going to look at this and we're actually going to think about the award being the MVP and the most valuable award, we need to define what the word means. Okay. Like if you look historically, and I know I did this in everyone's favorite top 50 players pod, which I still think is a gem and listen to two to three times a week. But if you look at that one, and I looked at stuff for the MVP a lot. If you look until basically like at some point in the 90s, the MVP is almost always like the best player in the league. And there's not that much debate on it. But you get to a point somewhere in the 2000s, I would say with like Steve Nash or in the late 90s or mid 90s with like a Carl Malone where people are like, hey, let's give it to somebody new. Let's change this thing up. Let's like be on the narrative side of the voting and change it. And then it's like, it's not the best player in the league. It's not really like the most value. Like, how are we defining valuable? It's like, hey, the writers and the sports writers and whatever are just trying to make a mark on how they voted for the for the award. And if you like, just look at the, the award as it like keeps going, it just gets worse and worse like that. I mean, Derrick Rose is maybe the best example where it's cool. I mean, I lived in Chicago at the time. It was super fun, but he, I don't think, like, deserved to be MVP. 
And then you look through and then it's like, you know, the ones with Curry and LeBron and Durant. Cool. Like very fitting seasons. But then you go through and it like really starts shifting along with the analytics. Then it's Westbrook and it's Harden and it's Giannis a couple times. And then it's Jokic a couple times. And you just look at it and it's like, okay, how are they possibly the MVP? How are we going to define what this means? And then if you look at it now with the kind of year that Jokic is having, if he wins it, he would be a three-time MVP, putting him in this elite category, but he hasn't won anything yet. And that's where I think the word valuable is like so kind of effed in how they do it. What are we talking about in valuable? Valuable to their team, valuable to the league, like the player who their team would be worse off without them. And looking at it just last year, for instance, um, so Jokic wins the MVP. He's on Denver. Denver has 48 wins. Okay, well, that's fine. 48 wins is fine. But they lose in the first round 4-1 to Golden State. So when you're looking at that, how is it 48-win team that loses in the first round of the playoffs, how is he the most valuable? His team doesn't even make it to the second round of the playoffs. Luka Doncic, that same year, his team has 52 wins, and they make it to the conference finals. I mean, you take, like, you take Luka off that team, they're going nowhere. They don't even make the playoffs. They make the conference finals with him. How is he less valuable than the Joker? That is my whole thing, is that they need to define this. They obviously aren't making it the best player in the league, which is what the award should be, because LeBron James from 2009 to 2020 or 21 was the best player the entire time, and he only won four awards. So we're not giving it for this. It's just super annoying, and then people like throw it around, like, oh, MVP. And sitting here as a writer, I'm like, fuck this. Don't wreck the word valuable. We need better criteria. Anyway, end of that rant. Uh, Fun season so far, guys. Uh, Hopefully, y'all do y'all do pretty well. I know this this year for me just kind of sucked as far as how I did. Uh, Just couldn't get any wins. Highest and I'm like really the third highest in points against. And if you, like, look, it's like I'm within, like, 30 or 40 every time, get demoralized, and then uh, now I'm just kind of considering me and Burden to be on the same team. So, love y'all. See you next week for Secret Santa. And this is Pod Time, out.